you're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. Debbie, I'm act- I was planning this, not knowing you were going to be here, but I'm just going to start with some a sermonette that you inspired, if you're good with it. Um, she sent out a text just updating us on everything, and uh, the words just screamed off, out, out of my phone. They just yelled at me. This, this, these two words that she used often, and I don't know if she, I don't know that she realizes the power of. Of course, she does. She's seeing, she's living in the miraculous every day. But she said over and over, "But God, but God, but God." but God. And man, oh man, did that just slap me across the face. It jumped out. In this season, is there a better anthem for us than that? We, every circumstance, every day that we face, everything going on, we hear of all the, the difficult things that are going on and we're, there's this kind of just question mark over our community and what the future of it looks like. And at the end of everything, Not even considering knowing what the Lord has spoken in this house that he's going to do in Sundown, Texas. Just not even considering that. Just considering the God that's been faithful to you. We should respond at every step, but God. But God, because he is not finished with us. He's not finished working with us. He's not finished working in us and through us. He's not finished establishing his presence in this community. So at every turn... That should be our response. And this community needs a people that just say, but God. I am in an impossible place, but God. And I'm telling you, we are in impossible places. Things look different, but God. Life is hard. Circumstances seem impossible. Healing for illnesses and brokenness and all these things seem impossible, but God. When our neighbors, when our friends, when our brothers and sisters can't see the hope of God, when they can't see through it, we, the body, stand in the gap and say to their circumstances, but God. Right? Because I don't, I don't expect in the body of Christ, I don't believe that it was designed that each individual had to come to that place on their own in the difficulty that they may find themselves in. Because what then would be the point of the body of Christ? When one rejoices, we rejoice. When one mourns, we mourn. When one dances, we dance. When one is broken, we are broken. Because the body of Christ is meant to be this, we are members one of another. And so when people can't say, but God, I will stand in the gap and I will say, but God. For them. Right? We can't expect people to see. I've had this expectation of people to just see. you got to see, and it's taught in the church you know, it's, it's this silly phrase that used to drive me incra- absolutely insane. You just got to have a little faith. And we all know that if you don't have the faith for the moment, you won't have the faith because of the moment. If you don't have the faith when the moment comes, you won't have it when it's there. You won't have faith to get through it because faith is a deposit made when we encounter the presence of God. Right? And so I'm not okay with us just telling everybody in every situation, oh, but God. Right? You just got to have this. You got to stand on this yourself. If they can't stand on it, I'll stand on it. Because they're a member of myself. We are members one of another, right? Do you hear what I'm saying? Standing in the gap. 
And we are called in this season to be that for this community. To stand in the gap on behalf of Sundown Texas, on behalf of West Texas, and say, but God, he is not done here. I'll tell you when he finishes. I promise you. I'll tell you. Because he'll stop speaking to me. But I'm telling you right now, my phone is running out of space, the things that the Lord is speaking to this house. I don't know that I have enough Sundays in my life to share everything that the Lord has been sharing with me. And we're just going on like two weeks. I can't keep up with what the Lord is saying and what He is doing and what He is trying to establish in His people. It is blowing my mind. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, God is not finished. And He has called us and He has chosen us to be a part of what He's doing. Amen? So in this house, we will stand in the gap. We will build a bridge. This is just this vision that the Lord gave me of building a bridge I've said this the whole time. I, 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 I get really worn out of people saying we got to pick a side. we got to pick a side. It's like, that. you're missing it, man. It's not about picking a side. It's about building a bridge that we could connect the sides, recognizing that they are brothers and sisters together. They have, may have differences of opinion, and that's great. That's, so, that's okay. An opinion should not wage war against us, Right? But we're meant to be standing in the middle of the road building the bridge. And the Lord just showed this to me that if they can't find their way to healing, I will stand in the middle of the road and I will build a bridge from their brokenness to the presence of God where healing rests for them. Where healing waits for them. Amen? That's what we get to do in the body of Christ. We get to be those that build bridges. The people out of their brokenness, out of their turmoil, their anxiety, their depression... Their confusion, just the the weight of the world that they carry, I can build a bridge. I can build a bridge from that place to the presence of God where all those things will be removed from them. And the Lord will break free their chains. Are you with me? Good. Because that was just part one. We got another part. I need you to come with me this morning because what I have has been, I told you this last week. I, I, wanted, I almost wanted to just preach, take a little break, and then come back and preach another one. And that may happen. We may have to just double up one Sunday. You'll be okay, I promise. Okay? I'll have snacks and stuff provided. We'll have an intermission. But we're about to start doing church like that because I just can't keep in me all that the Lord is saying, and there's just not enough time to share all of it. But if you'll go with me right now to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel, if you can't get there, it's just we're just looking at one verse. 1 Samuel 2, verse 35. And I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind and I will build him a sure house and he shall go in and out before my anointed forever. This is what the Lord is doing right now. I said it last week uh, and I'm going to say it again just to start us off. Our desire has been, my desire has been, this was a correcting thing for me and it was corrected Last, it was just corrected last Saturday, so this is fresh for me. And you have to understand, I get these words, and I, I was dealing with it this morning. I get these words. These are life-changing words because I've told you this before. When the Lord releases a word that is for a Sunday morning, He doesn't release it because I've mastered it. He teaches me this lesson so that I can then bring it to you from a place of having learned it and being in the process myself. We can be together in the process. Does that make sense? A shepherd never just tells his flock what to do and leaves them be. He, he goes with his flock, right? We're, going, we're in this together, and the Lord is teaching me as he is teaching you. These things are coming at the same time. And 
So I, when I say this, I just need you to know that it's, it originates in me. That my desire, because these words the Lord brings, are, they're changing my life. They're changing my life personally. The Lord is bringing revelation. He's bringing freedom that is changing me. And I have this desire for people, all people in Sundown, Texas, to encounter that change. Right? Like, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want that? I mean, I, it, I mean, it's like the refreshingness of water. I don't want to withhold that from anybody else. Right? I want, I want people to know what the Lord is doing and the freedom that I'm finding. But what happens in that is when I think about that and I see all the people that aren't here. And there's a part that will, part of me that will always be just heavy a little bit. Just sad. Because I just, I know the stories in this community. You know the stories in this community. There are a lot of broken people here. A lot of broken people. A lot of broken people. And we, us in this room, have been those broken people. Right? But we've encountered the freedom of God, the freedom of Christ, the freedom of the Spirit. And we just naturally we want everybody to experience that. But what ends up happening is you begin to process that in the soul and you begin to measure. Right? And you begin to measure and you begin to desire. The desire becomes, I want this room of brick and mortar to be filled with people. And I, myself, have been so focused on that just... And not, not focus in the sense that I would change the words that I would bring to you, yet, if I stay focused on it, that's eventually what I'll do, right? That's eventually what everyone in ministry does. We become so focused on the attendance that we begin to tailor a message that changes the attendance. Can't do that. But that's where we would go if that's where I stayed focused. And the Lord just spoke this to me last Saturday. You have been so focused on filling a building of brick and mortar on having me fill a building of brick and mortar when all I desire is just to fill you. I just want to fill you. That is my only concern. I just want to fill you. Stop worrying about everybody else being filled. I want you fully, not partially, not a little bit, not on some days and not other days. I want all of you right now forever, period. I just want to fill you with everything. That's all the Lord desires. All he cares about is filling us. Because what good is it? In this room, if it is full, but it is full of people that are only filled in part. That have only given the Lord a piece of them for a period of time, but not all of themselves. Do you hear what I'm saying? What good is that? I have been to those places. I have been to those churches where there... It is just a lot of people that love Jesus on Sundays. But on Monday through Saturday, He does not serve their purposes. Only on Sundays from 1045 to 12 does He serve them. Does He work for them? Because, and that is a result of being filled in part and not being filled in fullness. Not giving Him all, just giving Him a piece. And I am not interested in that. If all only give a small part of themselves to the Lord, what good is a room full of people worshiping the Lord when he has no lordship over their lives, right? This is what we talked about last week. If you want to have his friendship in a place, he must have lordship in that place first. 
I cannot be friends with God in a place that I have not given him lordship first. His friendship only goes where his lordship has already been. And if he is not lord of our lives, what good is it us gathering together if every seat's full, it's standing room only, but there's a room full of people that he is not the lord of their lives. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I've been a part of that. Most of my life, I've been a part of that. I'd rather worship alongside five people who are completely saturated by the Father, Son, and Spirit who have given God all of themselves than a room full of a thousand people that have only given Him part of themselves. Amen? Where we are going, I think this is clear, and the Lord has made this clear. Where we are going as a house, this move of God that we have found ourselves in the midst of, There is no room for part. There is only room for those that want the fullness. There's just no room for it. What did did we talk about in the transition from Randy? Randy began to preach on this before my time and transitioning into of this fire. And we would see, we would see those who want the fullness of God and those who didn't. I don't know why we're surprised Sunday after Sunday when we're like, well, there's only a few people that want the fullness of God. That's okay, because I want to add another step to that this morning. But so many of us just want the fire, right? We just want the outpouring. We just want the release. We want the freedom right now. We want the kingdom here right now. We want lives changed right now. We want the fire. We want this quick revival. But how many of you have experienced revival before? How much of it is still present now? These are quick flames. These are powerful flames that outpour right there for a season. But then they always fade. Not because the work of God fades, but because we stop choosing God after the fire. We get used to it a little bit, right? The emotion wears off. We get used to it. We want the hearts of those in our community, but the Lord, hear this, the Lord wants to send His oil before He releases His fire. You cannot have a sustainable fire without oil. And the Lord wants a sustainable fire released in the church. A sustainable move of the Spirit to sweep through the body of Christ. Amen? Matthew 25, 3 says, For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. That can no longer be us desiring a fire for a little bit. Desiring for change for a little while. Just having the flame for a little while, but never sustaining the fire. And oil also represents the preparing for something new. Of anointing for what is to come next. 1 Samuel 16, 13 says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon him from that day forward. There is an anointing taking place. Amen? I'm telling. I'll grab that cane. Cindy brought it just for me. And I'll wear us out. I'll get Kennedy on all y'all. Okay? We've talked about it. She's already ready. Put spikes on her wheelchair. She's running to your shins. Amen? Amen. I'm serious. Now, don't. I'm going to start again. We're going to rewind. We're going to start again. You're going you're gonna to do it right this time. There is an anointing taking place in our community. The Lord is desiring to pour out His oil on this place 
in this season, will you receive it? Will you receive it? I'm serious because the Lord has no interest. And I believe this. I I believe this. The Lord would rather see this building emptied than full of those who don't want him. You hear what I'm saying? I would rather find another job and just preach on the street corners than see this room full of those that don't actually want him. Because when we're full of, when it's a room full of people that don't actually want God, what freedom is there in the spirit? What freedom is there for those that are broken to just come and lay before the presence of God? What freedom is there for us to send out prayer requests where we need something immediately right now and we have people that will petition God for these things to happen. We're seeing it happen over and over and over again. There's no room for those things in those places. So I'd rather this building grow old and empty than be full of those who don't want the fullness of God. Amen? And that is what the Lord is interested in. And what is this oil? How do we receive it? It's very simple. The oil of the Spirit is ministry to the heart of God. And I'm going to explain this. To minister to the heart of God is to find out what He is longing for. Find out what is, what is longing in His heart, what He desires to see in this time right now, and then partnering with Him and all of heaven to see it released. That is ministry to the heart of God. That is ministry to the heart of God. To discover the desires of His heart and then partnering with heaven in obedience. That brings the oil. So how has He instructed us to do this? To do this. He's be kindness. Right? Be kindness. Be kindness in places. Establish kindness in places where there was no kindness before. But He's also, and I don't know that we've caught this, He's also given us a lot of things to begin to pray for. Right? He said He desires for sundown to look more like the kingdom of heaven than it does a city and a state and a country. That's His desire. Are we partnering with Him in that? How do you establish that? How do you establish that? There's no good ideas. There's no great idea that's just going to get this thing started. We must partner with God in prayer and worship and petition all of heaven for this to come. That's, that's your instruction right now. We are in a season of intercession and worship. That is what we are to be doing because there is nothing else to do. How do you start building the kingdom? Does anybody have a blueprint? Somebody show me. Other than prayer and worship for it to be created, for the kingdom to begin to build it because the Spirit of God is the only one that can do it, right? But we get to Join with Him in intercession before the Father for these things to happen. This brings the oil operating in obedience with what the Lord reveals to us. Releasing the anointing oil over our city. And church, the Lord is revealing that He is in this season. He is building a new wineskin. I said this last week. I don't know that my father knows if he's prophetic or not, but I remember in the early days taking over. And there was just... And it still hasn't happened. We're, there's more change going on than ever. And we were doing so many different things and just trying to figure out what church is going to look like now. 
and all these different things. And my father just spoke in one of the Sundays that they came out here that the Lord just showed him a new wineskin. The Lord was creating a new wineskin that, that could hold a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It was a foundation. The Lord is building a foundation in this day. Releasing oil to sustain the flame. But the key, we have to seek out the heart of God and partner with what we discover. Again, we are in this season for the believer of prayer and worship, worship, a season of intercession. Joining with heaven in prayer and worship for the things to come. But church, to realize the fullness of this season, to catch it and see it released, your heart must fully be His. We are in this time. It, we have got to be all God's. All the time. All His. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose hearts are fully His. That's Second Chronicles. If our hearts are fully His, we have full, full support in all that He is leading us into. The kingdom of heaven stands behind us and goes before us if our heart is fully His. If our heart is fully His, no longer can we withhold anything from Him. Numbers 32, verse 11. Surely none of the men who came up out of Egypt from 20 years old and upward shall see the land I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Because they have not wholly followed me. They have not wholly, after everything. After everything. Their people have walked through water. Escaping slavery. We have, we have seen they have seen powerful, powerful, powerful things. And they will not enter into the promise of what God has for them because they are not fully His. How can we be there? After all we've seen, how can you still not be fully His? Right? And it's not like it's, not like it's just this moment where you're fully His and then you're always fully His forever. It's free will. It's a decision to give Him all or give Him nothing. Every single day. Again, one of my mentors in, in college, it's a thousand times a day decision until it isn't. Until one day you just wake up and the decision's been made for you because it is the routine of your life to choose the fullness of God for your day. In each and every moment to choose the fullness of God. And it is time for the people of God, the sons and daughters, to be wholeheartedly His. I love, I love that word, wholeheartedly. And I believe that that is just, that is a word that the Lord is speaking over this season, that He is calling His sons and daughters to be wholeheartedly His, because it is what's necessary for what comes after. Because I want to see, I want to see, I want to see the Spirit of God released. I want to see our community transformed. I want people to walk with, the, I want every house to be full of the presence of God. I want every house. I don't want some houses. I don't want a majority. of. I want every person that dwells in this community to fully, work, fully uh, walk with the presence of God. That's what I want. 
wholeheartedly. We want all of that. We want, the, we want to be wholeheartedly His, and we want this community to be wholeheartedly His. So, will you venture into the heart of God with me? Will you discover all it holds and then partner with all of heaven to see it released? But are we willing, church, and I'm serious, because what I have for us, what the Lord has for us next week, I've, I've had this uh, on my mind. It's really consumed my mind. I've texted some of the staff about it and just asked them. But if at the foundation of everything, and everything that the Lord has spoken, everything that the Lord has spoken since 1938, at the foundation of everything, what is just the simple desire of the Father's heart for this place? What is, what is the, just the base, foundation desire that he desires to see made known in this community that everything else is built on top of? I've been asking him this, and I've been thinking about this often, and asking staff what they see. What is at, what is at the foundation of your heart for Sundown, Texas? That there would be vision that in times of victory and in times of difficulty we would have our eyes fixed on that one desire as a church. That this is, as sundown church, this is what we desire to see above all else. At the foundation of everything we do, this is what we desire in our community. I've been consumed by that. And the Lord's been revealing a lot of these things to me for next Sunday where we'll actually talk about this. This has been a a lesson that I've wanted to preach since uh, I was sick. But a word that I've wanted to preach since I was sick. But in this time, there will be an anointing. The Lord has shown me the staff will anoint all those that are here and desire to be anointed with this, with this fire, with this desire, with this vision, that we would be those that are wholeheartedly His and wholly and completely bought in to what He desires to do in this city. And we would, be, we would abandon all else but that desire. We would, we would leave all behind but that one thing. And that's what the Lord is calling for in this time and in this community. And I look around and I look at, you know, we had oil patch days yesterday and it was awesome. This parade is just massive and it's getting bigger and bigger every year. And there's all these people, there's all these companies that are coming in from out of town. Um, and there's so many cool things that are happening. We had, because uh, of the Diaz's, we got to have all these awesome Disney characters running around and like Cocoa Melon. I don't know if you know what that is. It's a giant baby. My kids love Cocoa Melon until they see Cocoa Melon as a giant baby, and then there's nightmares. So we had to work through that. <laughs> that was terrifying. And I'll be, I'll be honest, I, I was shaking as we were taking the picture. Like, please, baby, don't haunt my dreams. Um, but it was, re- it was so cool, and it was so fun, and there were so many people. The community was together. It was this beautiful, beautiful thing where sundown was just together. We were one city. We were together. There was no difficulty. There were no, I mean, there might have been frustrations with people, but it just, it didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. People were just there to be together. It was this beautiful thing. And there, this city is just so primed and ready for a move of God. But I looked around this city and I, I, I looked and the answer is who else to this question? Or who else will do this? Who else will wholeheartedly be God's to bring the move of the kingdom that he desires to establish in this community? Who else will do it but us? And as I looked at all these people, I had no answer. It's us or it's no one.
And what an honor that is that he would choose us. He could have chosen anyone. But he has chosen the people of this house to establish his kingdom in this city. But we can't do it in part. And so I'm asking you to consider that this week, that you would be wholeheartedly his and step into the fullness of God. And give him fully everything that you are, everything that you have. And give all to this one desire of establishing the kingdom of heaven in this community. And so I'm asking you to consider that and pray over that this week for yourself. That when we come next Sunday, we would come and we would be anointed to fully be His. And take on this desire that He has. The desire of His heart for this community. And we would run forward only focused on that one thing. Can we do that? So I'm asking you to do that this week, to consider that, because the Lord is desiring to release oil in this season, that there would be a sustainable fire for generations yet to come, not one that would last for a year or two, but a sustainable fire that would last generations. That's what I desire, and this house has been anointed to bring it. What an honor. We, this ragamuffin group that we are, have been anointed to do it. But will we fully be his? Because if the answer is no, he'll find someone else. And I don't want him to find anybody else. I want it to be us. Because he's called us. He's called our name. And he's asked us to wholeheartedly be his and partner with him in all that he has. He's releasing the oil in this season. But we have got to recognize that it's not about filling this building. It's about being filled ourselves. It's not about him bringing more people. It's about him bringing all of his presence and establishing all of his presence in you. First, that must be done. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.